In this episode of the Curry Universe podcast, I continue to speak about consolidation and cover the more extreme examples of those that struggle to stabilize their weight and why that happens. I'm your host, Aaron Kenton, and this is the Curry Universe podcast, episode number six. talk about this week is I want to talk about the more extreme cases uh, of people that struggle uh, through consolidation. Uh, and the reason why I want to talk about this is because um, it's a very, very good example of what is happening to the rest of us, um, but on a much uh, smaller level. Um, but it's very, very easy to describe um, seeing the more extreme reactions that are occurring to people that do struggle through consolidation. But to begin with, just to let you know that about 95% of the people that go through consolidation, um, they are very uh, easily able to stabilize their weight um, and to uh, slowly start to test uh, foods um, that allow their body to really tell them whether or not their body is having enjoying them, whether or not it's yummy or yucky, um, and in which case, in most cases, they can kind of stay away from the foods that clearly are, 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 are not uh, good for them. Um, and this is not just about weight gain, but this is often uh, more to do with how they feel in their body and brain fog and and things of that nature. So um, it's a very very nice way of 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 allowing the body to really show you exactly what it want what it wants and what it doesn't want. But um, to highlight really the extreme cases um, in consolidation um, are those that. Um, yeah. To begin with, in the early days of consolidation, they uh, seem to have a reaction that no matter what they eat, uh, in terms of the very, very simple fruits and vegetables that they're having throughout the first uh, first week to, to week three, um, no matter what, they seem to be um, having a violent reaction in terms of they are gaining uh, weight, you know, a pound or a pound and a half or two pounds, and they just don't feel quite right. Um, and they find themselves having to do a steak day every couple of days. Now, what a steak day is, for those people that do not know, is a steak day is uh, really there um, if your body does have this kind of reaction to a food that you're having, where you do increase, where the weight does increase, you know, a pound and a half to two pounds, um, then you can do a steak day, which will get rid of the water retention um, and uh, allow for the kind of resetting again of the diencephalon so that there isn't um, uh, an issue uh, going forward. Now. For those people that do um, struggle, um, where, where their body just seems to react no matter what food they're having, um, it's really, really frustrating. And I, God, I'm in such sympathy um, for that because so often they feel um, that, you know, their body is broken and no matter what they're doing, they just, you know, they can't eat certain things. And, and for myself, I can very much sympathize because there was a period in my uh, my late uh, teens, um, and I have my own kind of uh, story in that regard, which I think I will share uh, in, an, in another podcast, but uh, where it, it almost seemed that no matter what I, I ate, I just didn't feel right. I didn't feel good. Um, and also, you know, for others, you know, I think most of us can kind of relate to the idea of, you know, uh, some people say, um, you know, I just look at a chocolate cake and I seem to gain two pounds. Um, and, and so what's happening there um, is it kind of goes back to what Hippocrates, you know, said uh, a long, long time ago, um, that uh, all um, disease uh, starts in the gut. And although we know that he's not 100% accurate in that regard, because, um, you know, there are other ways that disease do get into the body, 
I would say he's probably 95% accurate in that regard. Uh, and it certainly is the most important uh, part uh, to, to kind of focus on uh, in our healing. Um, and the reason being is that um, the digestive system is a very, very unusual creature, really because it both has to uh, break down the food um, that, we, um, that, we, that we consume into its very, very, very simple components. Um, it's, it's sugars, it's fats, it's, it's vitamins, it's minerals. And the, um, the gut membrane has to allow only um, these um, uh, very, very simple uh, uh, things in through through its gut wall and into the bloodstream, um, and in a healthy digestion, then uh, that is exactly what happens. But the problem is, is that so many of us, uh, and it's estimated about eighty percent of the Western world suffers from what's known as leaky gut, um, or also called intestinal permeability. Um, and what's happening here is that due to many, many different reasons, and some of them I will cover, um, the uh, semi-permeable membranes of the gut lining are opened further. They are, they are inflamed and they are open um, uh, wider so that um, longer chains of proteins, um, uh, um, bacteria, um, uh, you know, gluten and other lectin-like substances and even casein um, are able to get into uh, the bloodstream. And this really should never happen. Um, uh, the bloodstream is never meant to carry um, these types of, of, of substances. So what happens when um, these substances get into the bloodstream? Well, the immune system uh, goes into overdrive, uh, really. Um, it reacts very, very strongly um, to this because it is a, a foreign substance, a foreign entity that should never be in the bloodstream. Um, and as a consequence, that's often where this kind of water retention uh, comes in because the, um, uh, the, 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 the body is trying to dilute this substance that is causing uh, uh, problems um, uh, in order to allow the immune system and allow the uh, detoxification organs to deal with it. So what's happening in the people that seem to have this extreme uh, reaction um, to no matter what they eat, uh, it seems that, uh, you know, that the body is reacting as if it is um, a foreign dangerous substance that it has to deal with. Um, this has so much to do with not just leaky gut, but also um, how um, uh, 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 good the microbiome um, is um, and how well it's functioning. And what I mean by this is, you know, we, we often hear kind of, you know, good guy bacteria um, in the gut uh, that are so important. And that's why, you know, we will have, uh, you know, yogurt or something like that. Um, and it's also what has now become, people have become very aware of in terms of taking antibiotics, because antibiotics will kill um, many, many, many um, uh, layers of um, these good guy bacteria in the gut, um, which causes, you know, malabsorption, um, it causes digestive uh, issues and actually the microbiome is very, very difficult to, to re-establish. So this is kind of what is happening for those people that are suffering from this kind of extreme is that um, their, uh, their, 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 their gut lining and their microbiome um, are in a very, very delicate and very sensitive uh, state um, where um, it's not able to fully digest uh, the foods um, uh, that we are consuming. And of course, um, because it's not fully digested, the longer chains of these undigested, you know, particles of food, um, as well as potentially things like candida albicans um, or other fungal um, issues, 
um, are able to move uh, in to the bloodstream. And then, of course, the immune system is overreacting to this whole process. Um, uh, and then water retention kicks in. And then, you know, we also have brain fog. And also this is uh, something that's quite interesting is often the people that are do have this extreme reaction. They are often um, they often have uh, terrible pains um, in their joints. Um, or they have been diagnosed with um, uh, arthritis in one form or another. Um, and often if it is not treated, um, what can happen is it can turn into an autoimmune disease as well, um, really. And what's happening there is that um, the immune system has been bombarded with so uh, 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 much um, foreign substances um, that it, the immune system is struggling to tell the difference between um, you know what is its own body um, and what are these foreign substances that are arriving in the bloodstream um, now the nice thing and I know that probably sounds absolutely terrifying and and it's like you know what can what can we do etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, but I just wanted to highlight the kind of the, the 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 extremes there and what's kind of going on at a deep level. Now the nice thing is though is that um, although we do have to be very careful about the foods that we do consume, there are many many things that can be done that are very very simple uh, to kind of support this process. Um, and I have had tremendous um, results with with the people um, that I'm describing that really do struggle. It seems that no matter what they eat, um, that they, they 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 you know they seem to gain uh, gain weight uh, and. They they do struggle with their energy and struggle with aches and pains in their body. Now, I can't go into you know tremendous detail about what to kind of do to help support the body in terms of um, leaky gut, but I do want to share just a couple of things that are um, uh, really really simple and really easy to do um, that I found to be very very helpful for these people. Now, the first one is actually a substance called slippery uh, elm, um, and this is a Native American uh, tradition. It was actually used for anything thing to do with uh, any gastrointestinal difficulties or issues. Um, and it is absolutely wonderful. Um, it, it really is and is uh, so gentle and so supportive. Um, and what you can do is you can just make uh, a drink uh, really of um, this slippery elm. And the way that it works is it actually um, it, it helps to coat um, or protect the, um, the, the layer of the, um, the gut in order to uh, allow for the healing process to occur and allow for uh, to prevent more stuff kind of getting through um, uh, into into the bloodstream, um, and you know I I, I always um, tell people to start off very very slowly, and that's always very important um, to just make yourself uh, a drink with the uh, slippery elm powder and just start off with uh, uh, half a half a, um, a, a teaspoon and then move up to two two um, uh, teaspoons um, if you like, and you can have it up to three times a day. Um, uh, in that regard, it's always good to have it in between uh, meals, uh, kind of directly in between lunch and dinner, um, because um, we want it to to allow to kind of support the process of 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 of, of letting the gut heal. Another one that's tremendously uh, beneficial. Um, is um, apple cider vinegar. Now, apple cider vinegar has been written about a great deal, and, and so many people know of the wonderful benefits of apple cider vinegar. Um, and one of the reasons why it's so beneficial is that um, in those of us that do struggle from uh, leaky gut issues, um, uh, often we have low stomach acid. Um, uh, and what happens with um, apple cider vinegar, if you're taking it 10 minutes before you um, are about to have a meal, what it does is it really, really helps to um, uh, support the um, uh, well, raising the hydrochloric acid 
um, in the stomach, but also to support the digestive system. Um, and there's actually recently um, been some new information about that it can also help to break down um, these biofilms um, of the um, the bad guy bacteria, for lack of a better way of saying it, in the gut, including the yeasts like Candida albicans. Because what Candida albicans does is it actually will um, utilize um, some of the essential vitamins and essential minerals that we uh, you know, are eating. They will actually create a biofilm around themselves to protect themselves. Um, and these often consist of things like magnesium, and so many of us are low uh, in magnesium. But what the apple cider vinegar can really um, help with is it helps to break down um, these biofilms of these um, of these uh, uh, candida albicans in the gut, uh, and it can also if the if the uh, if we are raising hydrochloric acid um, uh, in the stomach, this can also be very very helpful for eliminating the bad guy bacteria in the gut as well um, because they do not like that kind of environment. So all of this is very, very important. And the way that uh, you can do that, again, you must start slowly. And the thing that is so important is to really listen to your body um, as to um, what um, what it feels. You know, d does this substance feel right to it? Uh, and to so start off slowly. But you can use um, apple cider vinegar. Um, start off with just a, a, a teaspoon. And you can go up to two uh, teaspoons. Um, and uh, a squeeze of lemon is also wonderful. And I like to add a little bit of uh, stevia, real stevia, not the artificial stuff, um, uh, in, a, in a glass of water. And actually, it tastes very, very nice. And if you have it 10 minutes before um, you have a meal, you'll notice a tremendous difference in terms of um, how well your body um, digests um, food. And these are just very, very simple things. Now, to heal the gut, um, there are other things that are um, necessary, um, but these are just some of the very, very simple things that we can do at home to really support that process. And and uh, yeah, so that's really what I wanted to talk about in terms of um, the more extreme cases of what's happening in consolidation and why it is happening. Um, and I also then wanna speak um, about my own experience with leaky gut. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll take it from there. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs>